Hi, my name is Jess Garcia, and I'm the worship pastor here at New Abbey NoHo. This message is on Luke 2, 1 through 21, and was recorded a few days before Christmas. So although it might not be Christmas, we'd love for you to think about your favorite Christmas memories, stories, or parts of the Christmas season. So take a moment, press pause, and when you're ready, press play and enjoy the message by our pastor, Darren McKenna. Well, here we are. Uh, Merry Christmas. We are just a couple days before Christmas, and uh, you have to guess, is it that cold in here, or am I just dramatically wearing a sweater in defiance of California December and global warming? Um, You can choose which one of those is true. Uh, But I'm very excited for today. I'm very excited to be uh, celebrating and reading the story of the birth of Jesus today. Uh, We've all heard this story so many times. I just want to keep it simple today. I I really do. We've spent a lot of time getting deep into the text and uh, contextualization and theological meanings and um, really today I just want to look at the story that we're all so familiar with um, it with the lens of joy. Uh, and joy might feel far off from us this season. It might feel far off from you, um, and that's okay. There's no supposed tos when it comes to joy. There's just always opportunities. Uh, joy is just such a vast and multifaceted uh, concept or experience or emotion. It might be more of a temporary kind of thing, like a reaction to an event, and that's what a lot of us are celebrating and where our joy comes from in the Advent season. As we celebrate the birth of Jesus, as we react, as we experience what that birth feels like over again this year. But it could also be a very deep-seated joy that just emanates from your being, this this sense of hope and optimism and contentedness and excitement. And, you know, we might be joyful people who are just experiencing a not very joyful moment, or we might be just not actually really joyful people who are having some joy right now in, in this part of their lives. And and there's a whole spectrum of in between that. And wherever you are, that's okay. Just today, our opportunity is to engage with joy. And I'm hoping just by reading this Christmas story as we did and and by just hearing these different ways that I'm looking at joy in this story, maybe you might have a little bit more access to that joy today. Maybe this Christmas, this time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus, might be a time of joy in your life. And you might find a reason to smile, a reason to feel content, a reason to be excited or celebrate. That's my hope and prayer. So when I look at this Christmas story, I see joy in a few different ways. And the first one is that I see just joy in the beginnings. You see, this is what the angels were celebrating. You know, they they knew who Jesus was and what Jesus was up to in his life. They knew what was going to happen, at least to some degree. And they announced that to the uh, to the shepherds in the field. And there's a celebration just because it happened. Nothing changed for, uh, like, the birth of Jesus did not mean that Jesus was doing his ministry and bringing glory to God in all the ways that they were expecting and singing about, right? That took another 30 years. But there was joy because there was a beginning, that something uh, different happened, that something uh, new and fresh was coming. 
And I, I'm hopeful that some of us are experiencing that and with the new year coming up, that maybe something new uh, approaching, it gives us some access to joy. But, you know, there's also a joy just in that I see in the story in just very ordinary human things and something as ordinary and extraordinary, but completely human, just birth. You know, Mary's birth of Jesus is just one of the most natural things in the world, right? Birth happens every single day. And it just reminds me of the ways that, well, the, the normal things for us, the things that seem super, I don't know, status quo or uh, boring at this point, especially in pandemic lives where less things are available for us to do, those things have joy attached to them, right? They can become a source of joy. Just hearing someone's laughter can be joy. Uh, watching a dog video or a cat video uh, can bring you joy. The, just completing a task or cleaning your room can bring joy. And maybe that's just because I'm now in my 30s. Well, I've been there for a minute, but we're just going to say just now in my 30s. Uh, but these things all have the opportunity to give us joy. I also think about making a connection and the people that I've connected with in this community on this call and the way that they bring, they have brought me joy over this year. These are very human things. And a lot of them even come from just our, the way we've decided to organize our lives. And now we have rooms and so now we clean them and that brings joy. And that's okay. Wherever we find joy, uh, may, may we let it envelop us. May we let that joy actually do something to our being. Now, another place where I see joy is when I look at the story of Mary and Joseph, they don't really have much and they're kind of in a position of pain. Not only uh, would you say that their position in the world wasn't exactly where they would potentially want to be in the world at that time, um, but they also aren't even able to have a room to have some privacy for this birth. They're not able to lay their baby in any sort of um, regular mat or way that they would have uh, for beds at that time. So they put him in a feeding trough. I mean, this is not a really great situation for two people who really just weren't living the highest of class lives for themselves. And immediately after this birth, they... Uh, they're sent away, right? Just because they're worried about uh, Jesus being killed by Caesar, right? And so this, they're experiencing a pain in their lives. And yet what I still see in the story, and particularly more than the story, uh, what I see in the tradition is that Mary continued to experience joy in their situation, joy in their lot in life. And I think that's worth noting. And I, I think back to, we read uh, some excerpts from the Book of Joy, uh, which is a conversation between the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Um, and, but one of the things that stuck out to me is where the Dalai Lama, who's experienced a lot of pain in his life, who's experienced quite extraordinary circumstances, he says that pain is necessary in our lives. But suffering isn't. 
And that, that could be a hard thing to hear for those of us who are experiencing suffering right now. And, and maybe that's not something you really want to engage with, and that's fine. But I'm thinking about all the times that I've been in pain, that I've experienced negativity, that I've experienced something bad, and I've suffered. Well, just sometimes even reminding myself that, hey, joy is available to me right now, that it is still possible to have joy. As the Dalai Lama looks at a really painful past and still says, yes, even then I found joy kind of emanating from his being, um, maybe that can inspire us that even in those painful moments, may we still pursue joy and may it give us an out. And then I also see in this story uh, joy uh, in the hope for a future. You see, this is what the shepherds came to celebrate. They, they all came because they heard that Jesus was the Messiah, that Jesus was the Savior uh, for all people. And that was, that was something that gave them hope that perhaps they would no longer be in a marginalized position in their society. Perhaps they could have a different lot in life. Perhaps they'll be able to make something of their life more than what they thought they could before. Perhaps they would find salvation. Perhaps everything could change. And we just read through the book of Mark and we saw the way that Jesus interacted with the world and the way that he started to overturn the status quo. And I just think about those of us who might be able to have hope for a future that is different in the kind of joy that is available to us who do. So what does all of this mean for us today? You know, maybe you find yourself in one of these spaces. Maybe you're at the beginning, like a new year. Uh, or maybe that you're just doing the same old, same old every day and you're cooking and dishes and cooking and dishes and, you know, hoping for some unemployment from the pandemic. And, but maybe there's some joy to be found in there. Uh, maybe you're in pain in this season. There's a lot of pain in our community. We've talked about it. We've shared uh, with each other about it. But maybe reminding yourself that even in that moment, the great spiritual teachers, the people that we look up to, have showed us that there is a pathway to joy even in our pain. Or maybe you're looking at the future and maybe part of it is that there's a vaccine right now available and you're starting to see maybe the world will be different next year. Or maybe you're the first time kind of involved in politics and thinking uh, strategically about how do we create an inclusive society for all people that lifts up all people and doesn't disadvantage some over others. And maybe you're starting to see some of those changes break through and have some hope. And maybe that inspires joy. I don't know where you are. And I can't tell you where you should be because there are no shoulds in this conversation. But my prayer for us this season is that we all experience joy. I do believe it's available to all of us wherever we are. I believe the birth of Jesus is something to be celebrated. Having just gone through the life of Jesus and what Jesus does actually inspires hope. And it makes me want to celebrate this little baby that would do so much in his life, that would do so much to inspire me and to change my life. I have a lot to celebrate. 
And I, I have a lot of joy that I found and that I continue to find in this Advent season. And I would say I feel part of myself in a place of a beginning, in a place of pain, and I feel part of myself in a place of hope and just this kind of ordinary, right? I, I see myself in all of these states. Um, and my challenge to myself is what I want to challenge you to. Are, is there a place where you can find joy that you're not finding joy right now in this season? Is there a small thing in your life where joy is there if only you would recognize it? Or even a big thing in your life where joy is there uh, even if you don't recognize it right now? Or maybe there's a beginning or some pain and you need to remind yourself of the joy that's available to you. That's what I want us to go back into our groups and talk about. I, I really want us to, to talk about and maybe even remind each other of the ways that we have to be joyful this season, the things that we personally have to celebrate. And then today we get to celebrate as a community. We get to have joy and enjoy each other over food and drinks, over Zoom, uh, and, and do things that will hopefully bring some life to you and give you a reason to celebrate. So that's what we're going to do today. But before we get to eating and drinking and having fun and experiencing joy together as a community, let's go back into our groups and answer the question, where could you find joy this season? Or where have you been finding joy in your life? And if you can't do that, just be honest about that. And maybe we can help each other out there. Um, and if that question doesn't work for you, talk about whatever it is you are connecting with in this conversation. And we'll come back together and share as a larger group in just a couple minutes. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Instagram at New Abbey NoHo. And if you're interested in giving to New Abbey NoHo, feel free to head over to www.newabbey.org generosity. Be sure to scroll down to the North Hollywood Fund. Thank you, and have a blessed week.